The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head on over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Hi, hello, Degenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode number 168. This one's going to go out to one of our loving fans who just gave us a nice review. Family Guy for Real is his name. Uh, he gave us or her name, their name. Um, gave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Um, hitting on and the, the key things that, that this amazing show brings to your eardrums, which is uh, knowledge, obviously. Um, Dry humor and corky puns. I believe they must mean corny puns, but regardless, I'll, I'll take corky as well without being cheesy. And that we, we make everyone listen to a lot of money. So that, that's, that's the things that we try to hammer home here. We're going to make you a lot of money. We're going to be funny and, and we're super knowledgeable. So there you go. And very uh, modest as well. So thank you for coming to the show. I am one of the uh, hosts. I am the corky pun, Jeff Fox, um, one of your hosts here. My co-host is safe and sound in uh, back in the woods in his house, uh, no more loitering and um, and getting himself in trouble like he was last episode. He's back in the home studio. Let's bring him in now. Uh, we definitely need him for this episode because we are going to break down some regional fight picks, and that's uh, one area that's I don't know much about, but he does because he, he knows all. And his name is the Gumby God, Daniel Reeland. Hello. It's good to be home. <laughs> it's good not to be good in a parking lot somewhere. But yes, uh, we're back. And these are, uh, is as far as regional fight cards go, the, the CFFC one, uh, which we'll be breaking down, that's CFFC 110, just took a little bit of a hit. Their main event title fight uh, dropped off. I haven't exactly gotten a reason for it yet, uh, but it did like 10 minutes before we started recording. Uh, so that, that card's not stellar, but LFA 136, which is from, uh, Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil this weekend, uh, on Friday, that is, is an absolutely loaded card with people you might see in the UFC someday. They, they took this whole, uh, I don't know if you know this, they took this whole, uh, Rio de Janeiro versus Sao Paulo theme to it. So like every single fight on the card is somebody from Rio versus somebody from Sao Paulo, uh, live from Sao Paulo. Uh, and it is just like loaded with dudes you'll see in the UFC one day. Sounds good. So we're going to be giving you picks for that. And I'm sure we'll be giving more picks and talking about it over in the brand new SGPN Discord. Uh, no longer directing you to Slack. We're, we're not using Slack for, for this fun now. Uh, all the gens are, are, have um, have camped down at the SGPN Discord now. So make sure you head over there. Uh, you can find our whole SGPN crew. Every sport, every topic imaginable, we are there. If you want to find us in particular, what we usually reside in the fights channel over there. So go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord and get in on there. And I'm sure at least 
Superfan Jong will be will be talking and um, typing about LFA 136, uh, probably Gumby as well, and uh, a few other degens I'm sure will be in there on Friday night as well. Yeah, I I, uh, I should be able to pop in there. Sometimes I miss the the weekday ones because I catch a lot of those fights on replay or like when I'm more yeah. free because I don't set aside time to watch like. 17 regional MMA cards. It's hard to watch them all at the same time. He somehow, he does watch them all, uh, uh, just not at the same time. But all right, we're, we're going to, um, maybe we'll quickly recap how the Gumby God did last weekend with his regional picks. Um, spoiler alert, he did well. Uh, so we'll go through that and then we'll, we'll give you some more winners for this week. And then we'll, we'll be out of your eardrums and, and we'll leave you in peace. First, I'm going to tell you about win. Make sure you get down on the wins bet. $50 win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out win bet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus the ultimate fantasy football experience. Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st. So you got about three weeks and you can get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts, for you and your entire league, multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now let's move on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. The SGPN gang definitely do. It's a game-changing product like anything else in the industry, and now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It is super simple. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball, and choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. For the reason we are all excited about the over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where you can join your buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where you can see and copy your friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. So stop what you're doing and download the Sleeper app now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Gumby, do you have a pick for Tuesday, or are you going to ride your baseball all-star game one, which is a week and a half away? No, I, I'm going to give you picks for, for Tuesday because my boy, okay. Spencer, my boy Spencer Strider is pitching, which means you're yes. going to take the over on Spencer Strider's strikeouts. <clears throat> Because that's the yep. only thing to do when Spencer Strider is pitching. You want you want to tell the, the gents what you did when Spencer Strider pitched a few days ago? Uh, yeah, his last start, I took uh, I took Spencer Strider uh, prop at at least twelve strikeouts, which of course would have been a career high for him, and turned out to be a career high for him as he hit exactly twelve uh, using his his strikeout in the very last inning. And what did you get for that? It was 10 to one, I believe uh, it was, it was plus 10 30. So uh, wow. 10.3 to one. <laughs> See, so, so take this, uh, take that uh, advice. You just gave you about Spencer Strider, go to your mobile phone, join a listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash S G P and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to hundred bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get the hundred percent deposit match at sleeper.com slash S G P. Terms and conditions apply. I see sleepers terms of use for details. All right. So last weekend um, or last Friday night, Dan gave you some picks. Some of these fights, a couple of fights fell off, um, but the ones that he did pick actually did fairly well for you. We'll start with LFA 135, which went down last Friday. Um, main event, Alfonso Leva came through TKO slash KO uh, ground and pound in the second round over Daniel Heiss. Uh, Dan had uh, predicted 
Leva would win. He thought the number would be around minus 175. It ended up being minus 225. So he was right in the ballpark. And you hit that pick. Good fight. Yeah. Yeah, and he looks he looks good. Uh, you know, I I still have those problems that I said on uh, when when he drank down Thursday with Daniel Hayes or uh, Tuesday, right? Tuesday, Monday, last Monday, <laughs> Monday. When, yes. Whenever the hell we broke it down, uh, I still have the same problems with Daniel Hayes, which is just that like he seems to be like a real muscly guy who's real mechanical on the feet, and that lets him leaves him really vulnerable defensively. Leva though looks like he could pro- possibly be the real deal. You know, like winning a main event in an LFA, uh, it usually gets you an LFA title shot and getting right. an LFA title shot and winning that usually puts you on contender series or something like that. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him, uh, next year on contender series or as like a late replacement in the near future. And having the Olympic wrestler on your resume also, uh, helps get you places. Correct. Yes. Never hurts. Yep. So he's got, he hit that one and he got himself, uh, on your hundred dollar bet. You got 44, 44 on that. Uh, you also hit the co-main event, barely though, right? Split decision, Felipe Bunes. We'll call him Buns, that's a better name, versus Vascar Cruz. Uh, you hit that one. You thought it would be a pick It was minus 300, unfortunately, for... Is it Bunes? Bunes? I think it's, I think it's Bunes, but I, I Bunes? will admit uh, that I... I made, it more, I made it more exotic than... I, I will admit have. that I did not watch with the sound on, so I wouldn't know necessarily, but... Uh, all my concerns about why this was, should have been a pick like, came to fruition. Like, Cruz yeah. is, like, really fucking strong and, like, muscles things that he, you know, against high-skilled guys, he won't be able yeah. to do all the time. But, like, it worked enough that against Bunes it was a split decision. So, I think the judges got it right, ultimately. But, like, hey, I said it should be a pick This is why I said it should be a pick You see, Dan's got to start making lines, too. Um, if, if any of those casinos out there, bookmakers... Are looking for uh I'm I'm trolling for work for Dan, even though I don't think he's looking for work, <laughs> but still uh, he's good at making lines, is what I'm trying to say. All right, and the other fight on that card too. This was a three for three on the LFA forum. Cassius Clay um came through. Lucas Clay beat Austin. Apparently, we've been told his name is Verms. Uh super fan John said is they're pronouncing <laughs> Verms, so we're gonna call him Worms anyhow. Um you don't get to pick your name when you lose. He lost via uh, TKO knees which is always fun. Um, in, in round one, Dan hit. Dan thought Clay would be around minus 255. Unfortunately, it, he was minus 400. So you didn't get quite the number you're hoping for there, but you got to win. Yeah, I was a little bit more reserved with those lines. But yeah, like Worms is age is not in the same level as Clay. Worms. We said it again. <laughs> I, I'm still going to keep saying it. I told John when he told me it was Worms that it's going to be Worms and it will always be Worms. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going with Worms. You got to win fights if he wants to call you by your proper name. All right. Um, so Dan went 3-0 there. Um, then he also had picks for Fury FC, 66. Main event canceled. Um, the other fight you had, you lost, unfortunately. Um, what was it? Rissin versus Alavos. Um, you were right on the number, though. You, I think you said it was going to be around plus 350, and it was plus 350, but uh, Rison did not come through. Bad mood rising did not come through. Did you see that? Do you have any yeah, was, uh, excuses for that? No, nah, I was. I think it's like I said, it's worth a stab because he has like moments where he like looks like he's really putting everything together, and then he has moments where he just like looks like he forgets what he's doing. And he had at least one of those moments where he forgot what he was doing, gets choked out. I will say though, uh, while while the main event didn't wind up happening, uh, I did like Yanni Vasquez. Uh, if you you remember when when we did our breakdown, yep. Yanni Vasquez was supposed to fight uh, Gilbert Nakatani, 
And I, I liked Vasquez. And Nakatani pulled out of the fight. Vasquez still fought. And he fought an ultimate fighter veteran on short notice. Uh, Adam Atatolin was on that flyweight series. Yep. Um, and he beat him, which is uh, pretty damn impressive, too. So uh, another one of my guys looked good doing it. There you go. And then uh, your third fight that you picked got canceled as well, Brock versus Guzman. So you were 0 for 1 uh, in Fury FC. So on the night, very solid 3 and 1, uh, up 278. So just like yeah. you, even Steven, like <laughs> usual, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> he's Mr. Even, even Stevens. So um, this weekend, he's going to do better than that. He's going to get you some um, lots of winners for Friday, even though um, we don't have as many fights as we were hoping to break down. Because uh, as Dan said, as we were going to air, uh, one of the fights fell uh, through. But um, the discard, I'm sure if, if something jumps into Dan's head uh, before then that, that you guys should jump on. Um, Definitely get into the Discord for that. All right. Uh, before we make picks, let me tell you about Trade Coffee because our friends at Trade Coffee are back. If you don't know what it is, it's expert taste of coffee. Trade's coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Um, whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know when it it when coffee tastes really perfect it was kind of a sentence uh what i just said there trades real coffee experts personally taste test over 450 roasts so they know exactly what to recommend for you dan is not a coffee snob but he says trade coffee is very good when he's had it so there you go they, they must have somehow knew what kind to, to get for you dan they did without, indeed. without you doing the tests indeed all right so um what else can i tell you about trick coffee oh yeah how about a deal everyone loves a deal right now trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping drinktrade.com slash sgp for $30 off and when you're online doing that make sure you use an ip vanished because did you know that browsing online and using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy that's right without ad security you might as well give away all your private data to hackers advertisers your isp and other prime eyes that's why i use ip vanished vpn to make it easy to stay truly private and secure in the internet IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offered an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. It's just like 89 months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right, T. We're what? Uh, almost, we're what, 10 minutes in? We haven't given anyone any winning picks yet, Dan, right? We better yeah, get and on this. And that's what they're here for. Well, they're also here for the comedy, we've been told, and for, <laughs> and for our knowledge. That's right. Yeah. Well, the knowledge is part of the picks, I think. So. It's true. And the quorky puns. And do, you have, my, my, hmm? do you have any quorky puns surrounding uh, anybody? Not yet. One okay. of my sons like, oh, yeah, quirky is an expression. I'm like, what? It is? Like, this, that, nah. I don't think anyone that listens to us knows new expressions. I think they're like, they're all degenerate people that typed uh, quirky instead of corny, I think, is, is what they meant. But anyhow, I, I think quirky. He is is an expression. Apparently, it's very it's very possible that there are people out there listening to us that are hipper than us. <laughs> mm, I doubt it because we are hip. We're, we're talking about LFA one thirty six for crying out loud this Saturday. You can't get hipper than that. Um, it is going down as Dan said from Brazil. Is this the first time going to a different country, LFA? 
No, they used to go to Brazil all the time. Um, oh, right. Brazil. This is um, this is, what's his name's promotion? Um, Anderson the, the guy from manager. The guy coach, from right? Black House. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his yeah. name, but yeah, yeah, the guy from Black House. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Anyhow. Um. So it's LFA 136 Rio de Janeiro versus Sao Paulo is going down Friday, the 15th of July, 9 p.m. Eastern. And it is on UFC Pipe Fight Pass. All right, we're going to break down what? We got three fights on the card we're going to break down for you, starting with, let me find it here. I think they've, there it is. It's moved down the card a bit. Jonas Bilharino versus Pedro Lopez. This is a featherweight fight. Um, it's on the main card. I was going to check. Do they even, they don't really have prelims, do they? On LA? Yeah, they, they, they do. They do. Oh, they yeah, do. Okay. They still do. Yeah. Yeah. I see lots. Okay. Lots of prelims. This is a main card fight. They got lots of fights in the main card today and, or this weekend. And this is, like I said, featherweight. Let's tell you about it. Uh, we don't, I don't have lines. Do you find lines anywhere yet, Dan? No, there's no lines no. yet. I can, I can play guessing games though. He's good. He's good. He, he, one of them will be way off as per usual, but uh, the rest will be bang on pretty much. That's how, that's how you roll. Yeah, I, I, that, I mean, isn't that the way we were rolling with Contender Series when it was it on? Was. I, I was yep. killing four different predictions every single week, and one of them was just not there. <laughs> yep. All right, that's fine. Does not be perfect. Let's tell you about Bill Harino first. Joshua is his nickname. Catchy nickname, eh? That's a great one. <laughs> He's nine two and one. Seven knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once. He's zero one LFA. He was one no on the contender series, but he didn't get a contract. Why did he not get a contract, Dan? Do you remember that fight? I don't I don't know, but he had if I'm remembering the fight correctly, didn't he have like some kind of like crazy spinning wheel kick finish? I think the problem was is he got like dominated for like two and a half rounds and like saved himself with a last second, like spectacular knockout. The type that usually gets a contract. But I think because he had looked so bad in the other two and a half rounds, they were like like I know he saved himself with like a home run shot, but he's just going to get murdered by everybody in the UFC. That doesn't usually stop them. But anyhow, um, he's been fighting professionally, special professional MMA since 2011. He's four inches taller than Lopez. Lopez's nickname is Baba Yaga. He's five and zero with four submissions. This is his LFA debut. He is a regional champ. He's 11 years younger than the Bill Harino. Um, so give us some lines. Give us, give us a play here. So first of all, I think Bill Harino is going to be uh, a fairly decent sized favorite. I'm going to say like negative, we'll, we'll say negative 235 for Bill Harino and the, the okay. comeback on, on Lopez right around plus 200. Um, and this is an underdog spot. I love, I, I think people oh, are going right. to, are going to badly, um, badly underrate Baba Yaga here, by the way, you didn't ask me what Baba Yaga is. So I'm going to turn I, it I on know, you. Do you know, what, I know Baba what a Baba Yaga is? Yeah, Do you know what Baba Yaga is? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a, well, uh, according to uh, Wikipedia, it is a Slavic ogress who yes. steals, cooks, <laughs> and eats children. Oh. Uh, it is a guardian of the fountains and the waters of life, uh, which is, I found, fascinating because that is a weird nickname for like a 21-year-old Brazilian dude. A Slavic, a Slavic ogress. Um, anyway, uh, I think people are sleeping on Baba Yaga here. I, I think... The, the biggest issue for me here and why I think he's a big underdog is his striking defense leaves like a lot to be desired. Um, like when, when people pressure him, he moves back, his hands come down a little bit. He kind of is one of those guys who just like leans back and uses that as striking defense, which is certainly not going to get him very far until he polishes that up. 
But the other thing is, is he's got like pretty good wrestling. Like he, I think people sleep on how good he is at taking people down. Um, I watched one of his past fights and he like times his takedowns really well. Cause I wasn't really familiar with him either, but he times his takedowns really well. And then once he's got people on the ground too, like his progression is really nice. So, I mean, like he hasn't fought anybody even close to Bill Harino's level. Um, and, and like, obviously, like I said, I still have those questions about it, but like, I, I think he's the type of guy who could take Bill Harino down and kind of control him and possibly even get something done there. But, um, and, and like I said, I love the youth too on, on his side in this one. So I'm going to take yep. Baba Yaga here. I'm guessing plus 200 or better. All right. Youth matters, especially at later weight classes like this one. So we shall see if it comes through. We're going to jump up now to the co-main event, Davi Costa in a flyweight bout against Eduardo Henrique. Um, let me tell you about um, Costa first. O Black is his nickname. Uh, he's 12 and three, six knockouts, five submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted twice. This is his LFA debut. He's won eight straight fights, all of the finish. Uh, he's actually finished all of his opponents except one for his career. Um, used to fight at Bantamweight. Uh, Henrique Chapelin is his nickname. He's 10 and one, four knockouts, four submissions. He's been submitted one time. This is also his LFA debut. He enters on the strength of five straight fights, five straight wins, excuse me. Um, all right, tell us what we need to know here. So, uh, first of all, I think Henrique is going to be a pretty massive favorite. He'll probably be negative 325. Um, no, nah, probably even more than that. He, he might be, let's say, negative 350 for Henrique. Um, uh, and I think it's warranted. The The problem here with Costa is, first of all, I'm not sure he's going to make flyweight. He's a very stocky-looking dude. Like, a very stocky-looking yep. dude. And I don't know if he's ever fought at flyweight before. All the fights I've ever seen from him are bantamweight. And I get why he's going down to flyweight. Because he's got, like, this is going to sound me. He's got these, like, short little baby arms. And he's only like, I think he's like five foot three. <laughs> I think he's like five foot two or five foot three. He looks like, he looks like he's got like a stockier version of John Dodson builds, um, which is a weird thing to say. Um, like he, he, he's not very big. And in addition to that too, like my biggest problem with him is like, he's super slow on the feet. Like I, I think he's definitely got some like grappling chops when it gets there. But, like, he's so slow on the feet compared to Henrique. So, or Henrique. So like, I'm just going to take Henrique here. I'll take the chalk money on on him at, like, negative 350. Probably not something I think I would probably play straight up. I don't think you're usually going to find finish props for him either. But, like, I, I'd like a yeah. finish prop if I saw it or, like, maybe just throwing it in a parlay. Throw it in a parlay. One of the old, oldies but goodies and made a return again. Uh, he's actually five foot four. It says Costa, so he's way he's a way bigger boy than you thought. He's yeah. a he's, he's a, a thousand he's a thousand percent lying about his height on Papology. There's no <laughs> way that there's no yeah. way that man is five foot four. He is very stocky. <laughs> well, there you go. We're calling you out. All right. Um, Maybe he's counting his afro, dude. He's got a, like yeah, a pretty does, large afro. Big, like yeah. It, yeah, yeah. If maybe if you count all three inches of that, he's five four. All right. Well, we'll have to, uh, you have to have him on your show, Dan, and ask him sometime. Right. I will. If he, a... if he, if he makes it a little bit higher up on the wrong, exactly, yeah, yes. does it get knocked out here at LFA 136? Dan only inter- interviews the, the top, top or most of the popper most, the, the, the tip top of the sports. So, all right. Um, we come to our main event. It is Bantamweights. So excuse me, featherweights, Italo Gomez versus Wellington Prado. 
Um, Gomez, 11 and 2, one knockout, seven submissions, never been finished in a fight, one known LFA. He's won three straight fights and four or five. He used to fight at lightweight, three inches taller than Prado. Prado Preda, Predador is his nickname. Uh, 12 and 2, three knockouts, eight submissions. He's been submitted once. This is his LFA debut. He's won two straight fights. I'll both be a finish. He's won six of his last seven, and he's three years younger. All right, go ahead. So, uh, I first of all, I think Gomez is probably going to come in here as a slight favorite. Um, maybe like negative one, let's say negative 165 and probably like a plus 140, 145 return for Prado. Um, and this is another dog spot I really like here in this one. I, I like Prado quite a bit. Uh, I, I think he is... First of all, he's a much faster and much cleaner striker than Gomez. I think part of the only reason that Gomez is going to come in as a favorite is, you know, like experience wise, he looks a little bit better in terms of like who he's fought and stuff. Um, like he, he's fought some pretty legit dudes and and not just fought like Brazilian regional scene kind of guys his whole career. Um, and in addition to that, like he's got really good grappling. Like he, he's got a great arm bar. Um, I've seen him win a fight by slam one time. Like he, he's quite good. But the problem here for him is I, I think, as I said, he's a slower striker. And Wellington Prado has got kind of like low key, really good takedown defense. Like I, I've seen him do some really good things. And I know I'm going again with youth here, uh, which is kind of a, you know, on the regional scene, does it like kind of work the same way in the UFC? You know, like we're always talking about in the UFC, like, oh, this guy's 10 years younger. This is a huge advantage on the regional yeah. scene. It's not quite the same, right? Because he's like, what What did you say? 10 years younger here. Um, but it's like uh, 20. No, it's only three years. Oh, only three years. In this one. One. It was 10 in the, yeah. the other one, right? 11. Um, yeah. 11. Yeah. Or 11 in, uh, but he's 22 here. So like, that's kind of like yeah. scary youth, but he is 12 and two at that age. And one of those fights came against Joe Anderson, Brito, um, yeah. who, who uh, in the UFC now looked really good in his second fight, uh, made us look like idiots in both of them because he just oscillates between whether or not he's good or not. Yes. Um, but in that fight, which, which still took place like four years ago, his takedown defense looked really great. So I don't think he's going to have a problem getting taken down by Gomez. Um, and I think he's going to light him up on the feet. So I'm going to go with, uh, what I think will be my second underdog play here for Alfe and Prado. Yeah, but you're not super confident that it's going to be an underdog. You think the first one's going to be for sure, right? Uh, yeah, oh, I know the first one will be. Because Bill Herino being a guy who won on Contender Series with, like, a flashy knockout, like, the books yeah. will just eat that up. Um, and especially because he's fighting, like, a kid. Um, and a kid without yep. very many fights on his record. That one will be a dog, and that one will be a uh, sizable dog. But uh, Prado, I, I'm pretty sure, will be... I, I'll say I'm 75% confident he'll be a dog. It just won't be a very big one. Okay. And Dan is very good at what he does. Uh, so I hear on his other podcasts, he's good at, he's good at what he does. So we'll, we'll see if you're good at uh, making these picks as well. So that anything else of note for LFA before we move on to the next one? Yeah. So I, I thought about, uh, I, I thought about adding one more fight when, when the main event of CFFC fell through and CFFC doesn't have a lot going on. And there were a couple of fights I like, or fighters. I liked the LFA 136 that you could like, keep an eye on if their lines come out and they're not all one-sided. Cause I think what's going to happen is they're going to come out and be ridiculously one-sided. Uh, but two fighters who just got booked and thrown on the card, or at least announced as being on the card. Bruno Lopez is a, a light heavyweight from Brazil. Who's undefeated and really good. Um, and he's fighting kind of like a, one of those light heavyweights who looks like, like, dude, it's time to move to middleweight um, because he's just kind of like a little chunky around the midsection. I think Lopez is just going to light him up or take him down and submit him, do really whatever he wants to. 
Um, and another one I really like is is Jan Matsumoto, um, who's fighting at Bantamweight. Um, he's a Thai-style kickboxer, um, which is kind of fun to watch. But he's also got, like, a good guillotine choke and a good anaconda choke when people do shoot on him. Um, so he, like, trained out of a Muay Thai gym, but, like, clearly has, like, good jiu-jitsu skills to go along with it. So if either of those numbers come in uh, lower than I expect them to, like, definitely look to play them. Um, but they'll probably come in at, like, negative 400 or something like that. A lot of body shaming today from the guy who um, <laughs> is, com- is compared to Gombe. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of body- I guess you don't look like Gombe. You just can move like Gombe. But anyhow, talk about people's baby arms and, <laughs> and I, I'm, not, I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong i'm just you know just pointing it out so yeah you know hey we got to keep it real we do have to keep it real you need to know these things bad on a guy that looks like jared vandera right that's Vandera. Hey, like we told you to for we should say that name again <laughs> we should that name should not be spoken again on this on this podcast all right um all right we got you some winners there let's move on to cffc then we'll get you out of here. This one is going down from Tampa, Florida, the Seminole Hard Rock Casino, Cage Fury FC 110. It's actually on Thursday, so we're going back in time here. Uh, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern on UFC Fight, Fight Pass. So you can get your Thursday fix of bets. I was thinking these were both Friday ones, but no, we got a Thursday one here. Uh, as mentioned, we lost our main event here, which was for a welterweight championship. Eloquin versus Radke. Still, there's no... Uh, reason why it was canceled at this point but don't need to um worry about that anyhow who cares because we're not betting on it so instead main event is for the cage fury fc interim flyweight championship santo curatolo versus lloyd mckinney why is there an interim do you know that uh i know that the champ of cffc in the flyweight division was fuma Dakuti, uh who who fights out of I think Sarah Longo, if I'm not mistaken, or, or what okay. do they call it? Law MMA now. And yep. he's only four and O or five and O I've got the weirdest feeling that he's going to be a guy who gets signed to contender series. Uh, and yeah. now, and now the fact that it's an interim flyweight title fight kind of just seems um, like it's a, a foregone conclusion. But with that being said, uh, I, I know we have our contender series guys. If, if that fight yeah. does happen and Fuma Dakuti's on the contender series like circle him as one of our our future guys because that dude's super fun to watch and a fun name to say as well yeah oh yeah <laughs> all right let's tell you about this one uh curatolo versus mckinney uh curatolo six and two five knockouts one submission so he's finished all of his wins he's been knocked out once himself he's six and one in cffc so he's fought all of his faces up one in cffc and that one was on the contender series is that the one where he got knocked out yeah no he he went to decision on the contender series if i'm not mistaken okay. with um with Clayton rodriguez oh uh, yes oh that, no shame in that um so he's fought it basically what i'm saying is he's fought it, uh, all his fights have pretty much been at a fairly high level here uh he did lose his last fight that was the contender series one and uh, he's nine years younger than than mckinney mckinney alby is his nickname he's 15 and eight three knockouts eight submissions He's been knocked out once, submitted six times. So that's a big red flag right there. This is his CFFC debut, and he's in a title fight. How do you like that? Uh, one known Bellator. He's been fighting professionally since 2007. He's a regional champion, or was a regional champion. He's got four inches of height on Curatolo, nine inches of reach, which is massive. We're talking about flyweights here. 
That's insane. Um, and Dan's going to tell you more info than I just gave you. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so Curatolo is definitely a, a stocky dude. Uh, so so oh, like, here's, here's another one. Well, he's, he's five, three at, at flyweight, which is, yeah. which is so, I, I mean, like it's flyweight. So it's the, the smallest weight class, but like yeah. he's still five, three uh, and he's built, you know, like he's a little, he's built like a fire hydrant with that being said, he the way he loads up on punches and how hard he hits is so damn impressive, dude. Um, like and and I think the the thing about McKinney is like you're right, he's gonna have a lot of reach, but he's not like a big powerful guy and he doesn't use that reach well. Like you know, like I went back and watched a, a couple of his fights because they're they're really easy to get eyes on because uh a lot he fought for LFA a bunch, he fought for Bellator. Um, he fought for combate, which weirdly, like, it's really easy to find combate fights on, on YouTube and stuff like that. So, uh, most of the fights I see him losing are to like good dudes. Like he lost to Victor Altamirano, who's in the UFC now and Juan Puerta, who I want to say Juan Puerta fought for Bellator a bunch. Um, but like both of those guys just kind of like came forward and like wound up in grappling exchanges with him fairly easily. And you would imagine that a flyweight who's five foot seven with a 70 or oh, nearly 72 inch reach would be able to like keep somebody at the end of their punches better. Um, and he just isn't. So like, ultimately yeah. I think Curatolo is just going to get inside and flatline him. Um, I didn't kick this off by talking about odds, even right. though he's a, he lost on the contender series. I think people are high on Curatolo. Uh, he, he was the, the CFFC champ for a little while. Um, so like, so in addition to like trying to regain his belt here, like he already had it. Um, I, I think he's probably going to be a pretty large favorite. I'll say negative. I'll say negative 275. And he's your pick as well, correct? That's correct. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take right. him here. I think he gets inside and knocks him out. There you go. All right. Uh, any other fights of note on this card? Not Making really. Tuning in on, on Thursday? No. Not really. Like I, I am really pumped for this this main event. I, I do think Curatolo could like just use like a big knockout win and and maybe then like a fun fight afterwards. But like every other fight I had kind of circled got canceled. Um, not just the Aliquin Radke fight, but um, this guy who named Brian Batista is kind of a hot prospect. He's an Ecuadorian guy. Um, I was looking forward to seeing him fight, uh, but that fight got pulled. Uh, what was the other one that I really liked uh, that was fighting? Was it William Rents? Nope, wasn't William Rents. I'm looking at the tapology card now. There was one other guy who was fighting and no longer is listed here. Um, but like most of the rest of this card is like one and zero guys and three and one guys. So you might like look and find something new, but like yeah, there, there's nobody who I'm like writing home about on the rest of this card now. True Dijans will be watching and betting low on Thursday, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, who is fighting? You can bet on it. People were betting on uh, Russian female volleyball on Christmas Eve, so um, <laughs> we we are real degenerates around these parts. So um, we will. They bet on what? Um, pretend horse racing, right? Zed Run or whatever that they, is. So, they yeah. do. They do seem to do quite a bit of <laughs> dude. That 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 podcast might get more reviews than anything. Which speaking of, yes, people keep, love help, Zed Run. How keep us above Zed Run in terms of uh, podcast <laughs> reviews? Go leave us a go leave us a five star in Apple Podcasts. <laughs> yes, leave you, you can leave all the podcasts a uh, a five star because SGPN is is where it's at. Oh, and I, I forgot to mention it's boss's birthday today. Happy birthday to the boss, Sean Green. Um, one, one the man who signs our checks. His birthday is today, so big up to him. 
Um, I think he's in some tropical land where monkeys were crawling over him. I saw a video the other day of a monkey crawling all over him. So hopefully he's having a good birthday. Anything else we need to tell the, the peeps? Um, we'll be back in your ears on, how about we say Wednesday, Wednesday night? Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll break down the big UFC and ABC card. We'll give you all the prelim picks on Wednesday. We'll be back in your ears again on Thursday. We're in your ears nonstop violating your eardrums. Um, Thursday will be the main card. Props, parlays, recommended plays, all, all that all that good stuff. Um, until that time, get in our Discord, like we said. Uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Discord is lots of fun. Um, follow us on Twitter. SGPN MMA is the main site Twitter profile that Gumby runs. Uh, my Twitter is Jeff Fox Writer. And Dan's other one, that his personal one, would be Gumby Vreeland. Um, I think that's it. Anything else you want to tell people, Dan, or you want to take us take us out of here? I can take us out of here. Uh, oh. I'm Dana Gumby Vreeland. He's Baba Yaga, Jeff Fox, and we will catch you on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>